Crowd goes to class. Yeah. <laughs> Marshall College football rules. Oh, duels rules. O'Doyle. 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 The non-alcoholic beer. What are you, my mom in nineteen eighty-seven? Yes. Uh huh. I am your mom. I am absolutely your mom, dude. She used to get so. I think my mom got loaded on O'Doul's. I think that's how much my mom drank O'Doul's because it's not non-alcoholic. It's extremely low alcohol. So she's like, yeah. I quit drinking. I only drink O'Doul's. And it's like, yeah, you're drinking a keg on your couch. Like, what are yeah. you doing? She's like, it's the equivalent of one beer. Um, do you, when you think of O'Doul's, do you always think of Matt Egger? That is Matt Edgar's greatest bit. It's such a funny bit. You guys look <laughs> up Matt Edgar, Matt with one T and O'Doul's. Um, it's it's, it's so, so funny it's funny. disgusting it, that my and it's one of those things goes, oh oh sorry go ahead go, go. no no if you are drinking O'Doul's, you have shattered thanksgivings yeah <laughs> one of one of the one of the best lines in all of comedy Mwah. like it's priceless. a line that you just go motherfucker that is so goddamn good uh-huh so good so fucking uh. good um anywho let's let's dive into it uh Neither one of us had seen Indiana Jones uh, and the Crystal Skull. And the Kingdom of the Crystal Skull. And the Kingdom of the Crystal Skull. Nobody I'm sorry. remembers that it's a kingdom for some reason. Well, because it sure felt like a tragedy um, in so many ways, but also wildly entertaining. We'll go into that uh, later. But Jess, uh, I hadn't seen it, and I was an Indiana Jones kid. I um, didn't know. that. I guess I didn't realize you hadn't seen it until the day we were watching. But why? Okay, you... You came into this series like with a hot nut about Indiana Jones. Yeah. Why had you not seen it? Because all of my Indiana Jones like recon that I did before the movie came out was like, don't fucking see it. And then my brother, who I grew up, you know, really into Indiana Jones with, saw it and he was like, not even worth it. Don't see it. What was your recon on Indiana Jones going on like a a forum? It it, was It was me just like, you know, asking around. Seeing what the buzz is, seeing what the word on the street, reading Rotten Tomatoes. I was very into Rotten Tomatoes. Oh, you're into Rotten Tomatoes. Yeah, I, I was. You don't watch the Oscars, but you're into Rotten Tomatoes. I'm not into Rotten Tomatoes, but I'm into if I'm going to see something, I will read the reviews on Rotten Tomatoes. I don't. That's a you know what? I just realized we have a whole rant on our hands that will have to be for another episode because I don't understand people who read reviews to make decisions about whether or not they're going to see them. Like, do you know the person writing the review? Like, do you trust their opinion? Have they always been right on what? Like, just make an opinion yourselves, everyone. It's, listen, it's not that I'm making my opinion based on that. It's like, if there's a movie in theaters, it's mainly me being cheap, you know? Yeah, you're like, I don't want to pay for something that a lot of people have been disappointed. Yeah, and then it's like, then I'll just wait for it to come out and I'll rent it. But you you didn't. But I didn't. I didn't even end up seeing it at all because I, the things I heard about it were so bad. Everyone My was expectations like were super low. Yeah. Well, everyone, even starting this series, like people are like, oh, you've never seen Indiana Jones. That's so cool. Yeah. Oh, you're gonna love it. Except Kingdom of the Crystal Skull. Don't even watch that. Like, multiple people said that. I gotta be honest. When we started 
to do the series, like when we were like talking about doing it, I had completely deleted Crystal Skull from my memory. Like you thought there were three Indiana Jones mm-hmm. movies? Yep. Wow. That's how that's how detached I perceived that whole movie from this move from the series. Damn. That it was like there was Indiana Jones and then there was this other abomination that happened. That was like its own. And like everybody talked shit about it. Oh, and people just like don't it, we don't include it as part of the the lore. The, yeah. Like when people just decide to delete something, it's like so that's like the problem with society in general is people just going, I've decided that this thing that objectively happened, I'm just going to choose to believe didn't happen. And it's like, that's insane behavior. I but, agree with that when it comes I mean, to it's reality. Movie, it's I get it. Yeah. Um, but I mean, so many people are so diehard about it, but I, my expectations were quite low for it. And, um, I think I, you know, Sam made a point about it earlier, um, where it's like, I yeah, think he it put happen- this point in my head before the movie started before we- I, there's a part of me and it didn't matter because so many people had already shit on it. There is a part of me that wishes I could have watched them clean without hundreds of people saying true ditto you're not gonna like that because like i gotta be honest i liked it i thought it was great it wasn't I was, the worst I was, one in my opinion wasn't the worst it wasn't the worst i was thoroughly entertained i uh i i forgot kate blanchett was in it and as soon as i saw that kate i the second i saw her i was like i mean that girl could do anything she's so fucking good she is such a great actress. She's really talented. She's um, and you know Harrison Ford, although sixty four, still could get it. Seeing him in that movie though, and knowing that there's another one coming out, I was like, yeesh, yeesh. Okay, so here's something that I learned about this movie in my research. Ready? Yes. Tell me everything. He did all of his own stunts for it. That explains why they sucked. Just Did kidding. That was actually suck? really impressive. I know, that's, that was really impressive thought, to me. Okay. So thinking back to Temple of Doom, mm-hmm. when there were multiple times where like it seemed like very like slowed down, like they didn't even figure out how to like make this stunt actually work. Like it was like when they're about to crash into the wall and he like puts his feet down and it just very like slowly stops. Uh-huh. And, and it's uh-huh. just like, this isn't even live action. This is just like, it's like they slowly rolled a thing out. Uh-huh. And they're like, well, uh-huh. just cut to it and it'll seem like you slowed it down. And it doesn't. It seems like it see it seems like they don't have a budget. Uh-huh. I thought those the stunts in that movie were not as impressive as what I saw in this movie. So that's Well, one thing that happened in this movie that uh wasn't uh a thing for the other movies, or maybe it was for the third one. Um our our patron Frank Berman will chime in. But this last movie had a ton of CGI. Oh, well, they didn't have CGI when the first ones came out. Yeah. Um, so, and I wonder if people, like, wanted it to be cornier. Like, if they wanted no CGI. They wanted the old school movie feel of, like, but why? Like, what? I don't, I don't know. I mean, I, th- there's truly only one part of the movie and, and I'll, and I'll harp on it once we get to it that I was like, okay, enough, relax. Like, this is ridiculous. I'm willing to suspend disbelief for a little bit, 
But there was this one part that I was like, motherfucking cocksucker. Uh, <laughs> okay, let's let's dig into. Um, I'm just gonna walk us through uh, the movie. The movie. Like, so it, it it kicks off you ain't in Nevada. Down, dog. Yeah. In 1957. So they basically okay. jumped ahead 20 years. Jumped ahead 20 years. Now, now this is this was the the of the movie. The part that I cannot get enough of is this fucking appearance of prairie dogs. I mean, it's so cute. Like when the Just first thing you see is the best. A little prairie. I was so scared because here's what I'll say about the prairie dogs. I was scared when the, it first came out because I was like, it's going to get run over. Then they had enough in that like first sequence of scenes. There was a couple pop-ups of the prairie dogs mm-hmm. that me having the mind of someone who likes to believe they know about movie structure and knows absolutely nothing about movie structure. And for some reason, I cannot bring myself to understand it correctly. I'm reading Thomas Lennon's book right now about it and fixing that. Um, I really thought like you're reading a there book was gonna about be a movie big- structure. Uh, how to how to write movies for profit is literally what it's called. Mm-hmm. Um, they break everything down and they tell you an outline. They make like, I needed a movie writing for dummies book, but that's not here or there. I really thought there was going to be a big uh, comeback with the prairie dogs. I thought that would somehow be tied in at the mm-hmm. end. The prairie dogs would save the day. I always like, I think it's a, it's because we spent so much time on Harry Potter that I think everything's going to be a nugget like that every little thing is going to mean something when it's like mm-hmm. no this is just like a funny little thing yeah. at the beginning also jk rowling genius who wrote it the guy who wrote this was just like a middle-aged man who really was just jonesing for adventure hello jonesing what was his name george something who wrote it george stephanopoulos no um that was from what was that Spe- from Steven, was it is did Spielberg and Lucas not write this? Somebody else wrote no, it? No, no, it was a screenplay by another middle-aged white man, and then they just slapped their name on it, I think. Uh I oh, mean I the jokes that. in it reek of a middle-aged man. Uh, That's why I love them. I think a lot of people were upset because there was a lot of dad jokes, and I was like, they all had corny jokes. Yeah, and Jess is like, fuck, I'll take whatever sliver of a dad I can get, you know? Absolutely. Yeah. I was like, yeah. His dad's gone. He needs the jokes to fill the hole in his heart. Now, and he this... also, well, spoiler, but of course he's making dad jokes is all I'll say. And we'll get to that. <laughs> oh, it's the screenwriter of Jurassic Park. Oh, it's the same screenwriter of Jurassic Park. The and Jurassic Park had some really corny. Yeah. Wrote, hold on to your butts. That guy <laughs> wrote. The fourth Indiana Jones and people are surprised at the, I think that's on par. I think it's like, yeah, like when people go, oh, these lines are so corny. It's like, yeah, it's a movie. They have lot li- like that guy, that guy have lines. That guy wrote the part where, uh, Jeff Goldblum walks up to a giant pile of poop. Mm. And Which I would love to I, I could, yeah, Oh, I would, I, Jeff Goldblum could shit a pile of poop that big on me. And I'd be like, give me more daddy. Oh, yeah. All right. With that said, uh, so the prairie dogs, speaking of poop, prairie dogs. Uh, so they do nearly I'm prairie dog and dad. So <laughs> it starts with this corny scene where a car, a car is like these teens are in a car. These like, you know, it's like uh, it's um, it's like Greece era. 
you know, it's like just these like, like the 50s. It's the 50s. Yeah, it's the 50s. It's these like teeny boppers like in a car racing, and like racing against this like train of of military vehicles. Yeah. And like they like very clearly important people, clearly important, clearly military people on a journey. And they're like, you know, riding by these people. There's like guys in like full military get up like they're about to go into war and they get to the, the lead car and they like want to race the lead car. And the one guy's like, don't do it, man. Don't do it. Don't do it. And he's like, no, man, I think I'm going to do it. And he's like, don't do it, man. And don't Every do it. movie and then, in the 50s ever. Is that all people did in the 50s is hit their wives and race cars? Like, I uh-huh, don't understand. Uh-huh, uh-huh. I'm telling like you right now. By the way, I, I had an epiphany today about domestic violence. What? What? That it's bad? I, I get the cycle of, of domestic violence. I get it. You get Today, when your mother said that she was moving in with you, you're like, I finally understand. Sam wants violence. us to roll through this segment as quickly as possible. So I'm going to do that. Uh, Just like I plowed through my whole family with my Ford F-150 because they pissed me off. Anyway. <sighs> Makes me miss your incel joke. We're just going to plow through it. Um, <sighs> did you do that joke over the weekend? Um, I think, uh, yeah, I think I did it on one show. Okay. Uh, you guys, I know Jessica Michelle's whole set so much so that I make requests. Okay. So they race, blah, blah, blah. The c- car turns but then off. The train There's of, like government cars or whatever, like just all of a sudden veer off. And they go, turn like, into, they turn into basically uh, Area 51 yeah. in the middle of the desert. And it's like bumfuck. For me, it was like, why, were, why the car racing in the beginning? What was the payoff of that? That did nothing. What was the point? I think it, uh, all I can do, all I can think is, A, it was to establish, it was one of those things that you see all the time in period pieces where they go, this is the 50s. Like, yeah. hey, car racing. Yeah. That was Bit. big. You remember when that was big? It was Greece, right? Like mm-hmm. the 50s. Yep. And then just to show <laughs> the government, having a way to show that they're going somewhere secret. And they're like, how can we show that? Yeah. Without being like, in a top secret lab in the middle of a desert that's all I could think. Jess, I mean, this book is doing you well. Tom Clancy, what are you reading again? Tom, Tom who is this Clancy, name? Thomas Lennon, the guy Thomas from Nine One One. That's you know fine. He wrote like Meet the Parents and Meet the Fockers and like a, a bunch of giant blockbusters. Hold, I, I'm writing it down. I'll, I'll I'll get the book. Thomas Lennon, what's it called? Writing a movie for fun. How to write movies for profit and fun. Everyone should get it. Everyone who's listening should get it. And with that, on that note, you know we should get a, a break. break. We're going to take a break and we'll talk about this movie instead of how to write other ones. All right, we're back. Um, We are back. We have finished our our rant about uh, writing other movies and the books that everyone who wrote this movie allegedly should have written. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, Uh... Okay, so the the uh, the military vehicles all turn off and they head into this area, and it's a base, Area Fifty One. Maybe, maybe not. Who knows? Anyways, but it's some base in the middle of the desert, and yes. essentially they they come up to the base and the base is like, we're not letting anybody on right now. There's active nuclear testing. No one's allowed on. And they're like, all of a sudden, they're like, well, we don't really fucking care. And they, it turns out that this was a bunch of Russians disguised as U.S. Army officials, and they just gunned down all the real U.S. soldiers. Whoa. Drama. Because it's, 
in the past, we had only known Nazis as the bad guys. And, and like, now- What do we do? It's the 50s. And they're like, wait, communism. Riskies. What's important uh, in America is that you should always feel like you have an enemy. Otherwise, the government might actually be helping you. Yes. Uh, but Because the enemy be of your enemy else. is your friend, which is the U.S. government. Yeah. So, that's, that's basically how government works here. Anyway. So- a reveal the US Army has not only this new guy, a new character, Mac, uh, but they also have Indiana Jones hostage. And yeah. they, they take him out. Um they Indiana Jones out of a trunk. Um, he gets pulled out of a trunk. Indiana Jones emerges uh every every second of sixty-four years old. Um, oh yeah, no, he was like it wasn't a thing where you were like, Did he look good for his age when this movie came out? It's like, no, he looked old. Yeah, he looked precisely his age. And by the way, I didn't mention, I cannot believe I didn't mention this when we were running our Filthy Mouths uh, in the last episode. Harrison Ford presented, and I hope this year he presented, and I hope they have finished filming the new Indiana Jones because I don't think he's going to make it. He is so goddamn old. I thought he was going to drop dead on that fucking stage. Oh, no. He didn't even have his earring in. They haven't finished filming it. Oh man, who's gonna? Who are they gonna replace him with halfway through the movie? They're gonna weaken. They're gonna weaken at Bernie's him. <laughs> Anthony Hopkins is gonna wear him as a skin suit. Uh, um, it'll come full circle. Yeah, Indiana Jones and the Silence of the Lambs. Yep. Oh, some still doing the God, fisting puppeting. The fisting puppeteer. Okay, so they're like, you know, this area they're to Indiana. They're like, you know what's in here, and they open this huge hangar. And there's all of these boxes, which you may remember from... The first one. Wait, was it the first one? The first one, yes. When they took the the Ark of the Covenant... Yeah, it was an Amazon where they took the Ark of the Covenant when it was sealed in this box. They, like, sealed the truck, and then they brought it into this giant warehouse... And And they show that clip, like, right at the end. They just show the warehouse, and that's it. And that's it. So the only other time we'd seen that warehouse is that movie. So immediately seeing this warehouse, I'm like, oh, are we seeing Ark of the Covenant Part 2? Because she's like, you know what's in here. And he's like, I don't know. And she's like, I think you remember. And she, like, starts to, like, jog his memory about it. And he's like, he's like, I need gunpowder. And then she's like, "Uh we're not giving you gunpowder. He's like, no, well, what's in this box that you're looking for is highly magnetized and in my mind i'm still thinking the ark of the covenant, ark of the covenant is magnetized yeah i didn't understand what was going on and i also like oh no first he asked for a compass he's like you know a compass he kept yelling about a compass he was like an old man he's like i need a compass and it's like is it because you think it's in the north end of this shelter like why do you need a compass so badly but also just commenting on the fact that we saw this warehouse at the end of a movie everyone who hates this movie so much they're like it's just not even part of the franchise it's like well did they write it at the same time like they knew that this was going to come out eventually <laughs> uh, like if they showed uh, th- that that's scene. one thing that went through my mind i was like how why would they pick this if it wasn't the ark of the covenant why would they pick this same kind of room thing um but yeah, he so, says that he needs the gunpowder because it's magnetized, which this is not a thing that I would have known about gunpowder. And I don't yeah. even know if it's true or if it's just for the movie. It is true. It is true. Gunpowder, gunpowder, if something's uh, magnetic, if uh, a gunpowder is pulled to a magnet, the way, just the way that if you had a compass, a compass 
if there, if you're around a magnet at all, the compass automatically pulls towards Wait, the magnet. So are you saying the only thing that can stop a bad guy with a gun is a good guy with a refrigerator? What? Because the magnets. Never mind. Okay. Oh yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Whatever you guys. I got it. I got it. I got it. I got it. Okay. It was a so, good bit. So he does I this thing where he Jones where he throws the gunpowder in the air, and all of a sudden it just starts like floating just through floating. the air. That was ridiculous. And then slowly, they're like dumping out all the gunpowder from like yeah, the like, grenades, like, like it's the bullets. A, a parade at the end of a yeah. wedding. Like he's just yeah, just tossing tossing rice at a wedding. Um, and then finally they get to the box and they open it up. And inside is a motherfucking alien. Yeah. But what we also find out in this whole snafu is that Mac is a bad guy. Yeah, he like fucking turns on him. Mm-hmm. Like he like he thinks he has Mac on his side. Because mm-hmm. all the all the Russians like pull out their guns on him because he's was he trying to take the crate? Now I don't remember. No, he wasn't trying to take the crate. He was trying to get out Just of there. Get the fuck out. So okay, he right. he whips his he gets his whip off some like guy's shoulder, and he takes it to Mac, and he gives the gun to Mac. He takes the Russian's gun, hands it to Mac, gets like, his whip. Like let's get out of here. You and me were buddies. Yeah, yeah. And he's yeah. Like sorry, mate. And then all of a sudden he's like, ah, sorry, I'm a I'm a I like money. I like I'm money too agent. much. He's like he didn't say I'm a double agent yet. Double agent comes later. Oh, he just, he's like, oh, I guess he didn't say the phrase double agent. He's just like, no. sorry. And he's like, why? And he just said, I like money. I love yeah. And you know what? I can't argue with him. I mean, you know, who doesn't love money? I mean, Anywho. I don't love money enough to throw my friends to the Russians, but uh, I mean, the metaphorical Russians, the Russians. Yeah, no, the Russians. I meant the Russians. Uh, I mean, fuck. I mean, it must have been a lot of money. And this is. What coming out of the when was the Great Depression? Was that before the war? Great Depression was after World War One, before World War Two. Mm. Well, still he needed to make money. The point is, Indiana Jones is fucking a lone wolf surrounded by a bunch of Russian spy soldier people, and now his friend who has the gun has turned on him. And there's a whole fight, a chase, a fight, a chase, it's a fucking chase, chase scene to the max. Chasing to the max, you know, just your regular old fashioned chasing. And Indiana Jones gets away. Yeah. By the way, he doesn't just get away. He like, doesn't he like hit the Ark of the Covenant at some point or like ruin? They ride. Yes, he does that. He ruins the Ark of the Covenant at some point. But he also like rides basically a fucking rocket ship out of Area 51. Yeah. Uh Like. And I don't even is- understand what it was. It was clearly like a thing that there for testing. It was like rocket speed. Rocket he gets speed. In it with, um, he ends the, up in it with one of the one Russians. of the one of the Ruskies. And not like- not Kate Blanchett as a Ruski, the male Ruski. So there's male Ruski, and then there's Kate Blanchett Ruski. The yeah. two of them are on this rocket ship heading out, like roller and, coaster face, like yeah, everything's sucking back, and um, and when it stops. The Russians totally passed out. Indy's al- awake. He like but crawls he, like, off and like rolls up. over the edge. Yeah, there's like clearly a shit ton of G force on this thing. Like it's it's like riding a dangerous roller coaster at like a scary like a shitty operated theme park where you're just like, are we gonna survive? I don't know. Did I ever tell you I had my friend Matt did that? We rode a, ra- a ride at 
Bush Gardens and it was like a super fun roller coaster, but really fast and kind of rickety. It was just older. It was fun. like we were fine. We were not in mm-hmm. danger. But it like, you know, they bang you around a little when they're mm-hmm. kind of old. We got to the end. I was like, holy fuck. We got to the end. I looked over and my friend Matt was just like slumped over. <laughs> and I was like, oh, oh my God. God. He was just kidding, though. He's like, nah, I'm just kidding. But I'm like, oh, my God, that would have fucked me up. I was like, Matt. And anyway, it doesn't matter. It's neither here nor there. So Indiana Jones manages to, like, get off. He gets he's he, stumbling. OK, First, he gets away. Like, he gets away by going over a small hill. Yeah, 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 over a small hill into like a canyon. All of a sudden they go from flat desert to canyon, um, which you know what, you guys, we're going to suspend disbelief. Because we don't know the topography of the area, but anywho, so we well, like no goes one does because it's fucking secret government property, and you yes. shouldn't know the so topography. So we shouldn't know it at all. He is so, like stumbling mess through the desert and ends up in this <sighs> tiny town, a fake town. What we find yeah, out well, is a fake town. Well, we yeah he he walks through the backyard of a house. You can hear a TV on in there, and he knocks, and he's like, "Hello." He's like trying to get in and get away from these fucking Russians, and he's like, "Hello, America, let me in," because this is the time. In history, when people were like very anti-communist, people were like mm-hmm. being red, the red, the red scare. People probably had nothing to do with communism, but people in corporations use that to stunt people from taking money away from them. I assume. Mm-hmm. Uh, so he's like knocking. He's like, "Hello," and he just lets himself in. He hears the TV, and he's like, "Is anyone home?" He tries to wash his hands. No water comes out. Nope. Then he walks to the living room where there's a family watching a TV and he's just like, hello. And he walks up. It's all fake people. And then at that very moment, he hears an air raid siren go off, which is an atomic siren actually, because he is on an atomic testing site, which is what they had said was going to be going on when they were like, the whole area is closed. So there were a bunch of Russians driving around this fake town looking for Indy. And Indy sees the car of people and he's like, hey, wait for me. Because like Indy's like, great, this place is going to get fucking bombed to it's kingdom come. It's literally like Doomtown. Like this place is going to, they're testing nuclear weapons on this fake town. A car just drives away and leaves him there. And there's a countdown going on. A countdown. And it's like, oh, and and then they're like, and, and then afterwards, after the bomb goes off, you know, don't open your eyes. Don't look at the light or something. And Indiana's like, oh, I got to find a place. And so. It's the Ark of the Covenant all over again. He's Not only does around. he need protection, he needs he needs like radiation protection. So like what the fuck is he going to do? Because if you saw the Chernobyl episode, the Chernobyl series, radiation is no bueno. No, it will fuck you up. And I wonder if that and will it, come into play. Yeah, I mean, if they do not accurately portray the radiation exposure he had from that, like they were washing him off after this scene. So long story short, he's okay because he hides in a fucking refrigerator. A lead-lined refrigerator. He like Mm -hmm. pulls up the shelves and right before you close on the door, it says lead-lined to be like, because that would save you. That'll completely save you from any radiation. And... The refrigerator gets like blown out of this house, and also, like, like it gets thro- like flown. Yeah, but the door doesn't open. No, I mean, I'm sorry. He's just holding on on the inside. He's just strong enough to withstand a nuclear blast. Uh-huh. Also, here's the thing I learned about Indiana Jones. Not that it's important, but he's one of those people that says nuclear, and I have a lot of thoughts about that, which I won't go into. What does he say? Nuclear, nuclear weapons. My dad used to say that. And it's like, read the fucking word. Nuclear. 
Oh, I was like, wait, how do I say it? And I say nuclear. Okay, cool. You might say nuclear. Um, and if you say that, hey, you're saying it wrong. Um, so I think. he survives the blast. And then all of a sudden the FBI shows up and they're like, you're a communist because of your course. association with Mac. Because Mac, Mac is now out as a bad guy. Yeah, like he's considered like he's gone red, so to speak. He's gone red. So now Indiana... We go back to, to college. This okay? is the classic opening. Crazy chase scene. Something nuts happens. And now Indiana Jones is back in at college before he's going to be sent off on the adventure. Uh-huh. This is the back, format but of he's, Indiana Jones. He's back in college being fucking oogled yeah, by every fucking girl in his class. Every girl in his class is like, like just dum-dums over him. Do you think he ever fucked a student? For sure. Mary. He for sure. He was like that teacher in The Man Who Fell from Earth. There should have been a crossover in these two movies. <gasps> Good like, call. That guy's just in the class next to them. Anyway. Good call. He's so, back at the university teaching a class, gets interrupted by Marcus Brody's Dean. dead, by the way. There's a there we see a we see a painting of Marcus Brody. Um That's dedicated how they to let him. you know that he did. Uh-huh. He didn't say and how, then, but my guess is he fell off that horse and it wasn't good. Yeah, it was uh, he uh, herniated we all disc, saw him right away. Got hooked on opiates, movie. ended up killing himself. So it's a classic story. This new dean was well, not a new dean, but a dean. This guy Charles Stanforth. He comes in and he's like, uh, "By the way, uh, you're going on leave. You're you're in trouble. You're on indefinite uh, leave." And yes. he's like, "And he's like, what? How could you?" Uh, and he's like, "All right, well, I'm getting the fuck out of here." So he gets on a train, and while he's on the train, this hot number rolls up on a motorcycle driving on the platform where he shouldn't be driving because he's defiant. He's a, he's a rebel. Bad boy. Oh, he's a bad boy. And he is on that motorcycle. And then he comes up to Indy's window and he's like, hey, old man, professor. And he's Are like, you what Indiana you? Jones? And he's like, yeah. He's like, I, I got a letter. Do you know Harold Oxley? And he's like, yeah. He's like, he's missing or something like that. And he's like, uh-oh. And then Indy gets off the the, the train and then he fucking chops it up with mutt they go to this uh bar where they're chit-chatting and he's like i got this letter it's from my mom from his mother mary williams yes and and, and they go into detail about what's in that letter and a lot of stuff happens and we're going to talk about it after this break All right, we're back. They're talking in like a, a little coffee shop. Real quick, Shia this, LaBeouf, this, by it's, the way. It, it's Shia LaBeouf. It's the beef. It's Shia like, the beef. Yeah, even Stevens himself, the Termin, the Terminator, the Transformer guy, the Terminator, the Transformer guy, even Stevens guy. Uh, great, whatever the movie he did where he played himself uh, or where he Holes, played his dad doesn't matter. He's a baby in this, and it's before so, we knew that he was a mega babe. And his name is Mutt Williams, and his mother, as we said, is Mary Williams, and his yes. mother is friends with Harold Oxley, who's this, you know, old old archaeology friend of his. And well, he's clearly like, knows Indiana Jones somehow. It was really funny. He goes, my mother, Mary Williams. And he goes, there were a lot of Marys, kid. And he's, he's like, like hey, watch your, mother. watch your mouth. And this, by the way, there's so many moments with Shia LaBeouf where he's like, you watch. And he's like, kid, you got an attitude. It's just like, so 
hilarious. So they're, they're talking about this situation and they, and Indiana's like, well, we got some fucking KGB on our tail right now. Yeah. Here. There's two guys. This is very much a college or like high school age, maybe high school, college. It's a college bar. It's a college bar. Okay. Yeah. There's two like very clearly old Russian men in funny hats. Yeah. So sore thumbs sticking out and they get up. The KGB guys come over. They're like, you come with us, Dr. Jones. So they're, and then all of a sudden, but then uh, a fight breaks out between like the greasers and the jocks. Indy, and like, Indy tells Mutt to punch the the the, the jock. school the jock, and so then a whole fight breaks out between the greasers and the the jocks, and it's you know it's a tale as old as time. Yeah, and they so, manage to get away in the chaos. Classic cause chaos and run. They get in a car chase, which hmm. goes on for a while till the Russians end up crashing into a statue of Marcus Brody. Long and Marcus's name. Brody head falls off. So yes. basically with this letter he got uh and 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 the basically we find he, out that we figure out where they need to go and they need to go to this place called Nazca Peru. Yeah, it's like Oxley left like the letter included like weird like Blues hieroglyphs, like Oxley. like things, and Indiana's like you know looking at it. and He's like, oh, well, this is what he meant. The lines in the earth, the lines yeah, in the earth. He was able he to decipher he, a he, secret code of a dead yeah. language. Yeah, he's like it could only mean one place. And then you know, and of course, Mutt is like, are you sure you're just a? Are you you can handle yourself back there, Professor? Are you sure you're just a teacher? And he's like, and Indiana's like, no, kind of kid. Um, you know, and you kind of <laughs> see you kind of see him like slowly becoming like impressed with Indiana because like, how could you not? This guy's 64 years old and he can fucking slay and does his own stunts. So they end up taking a plane, hopping to, a plane to uh, my Peru, favorite things, but plane. also the fucking he has his motorcycle on the plane. That was yeah, he, so weird to me. He brought his motorcycle because you know what? In Peru, you can't find motorcycles, I guess. I guess that's fair. So they do the little fun map thing that we all love. Land in Peru. Land in Peru. And they, they go, go visit this place where Oxley had been staying. Yeah. And then they he was staying in basically like a sanatorium. Sanitar- sanitarium? A mental institution? Sanatorium. Sanatorium, sanitarium yeah. is... We're to- we're it really whatever. just seemed kind of like a weird nunnery, honestly, that had a really Yeah, it was like a like nunnery mental institution. And there were these, like, carvings and shit on the wall. That, yeah, like, Oxley he had, like, had, like carved written. into the wall. They're like, oh, like, essentially, Oxley, from what we can tell, has lost his mind. He's looking for some skull. That a final resting place it. for Orlana's or, 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 cradle. Orlana's cradle. A conquistador. Yeah, um, he... And that's where apparently like this skull that for whatever reason he needs to find, he's looking for it's in Orleana's cradle, but you know, Indiana Jones does his like magic and thinking like Mm -hmm. cradle, like a baby. But then he's like, no, in Peruvian or in ancient Mayan or whatever, Mm -hmm. what the language they decided. It's a grave. It it means grave, which yeah, that makes sense. Sure. Okay, cool. Yeah. So apparently Uh, this guy, Orion had been searching for this skull before he disappeared altogether. Yeah, and so now this is what happened with Ox as well. Now, they go to the cemetery because they're going to get the skull from the cemetery. Yeah, it's like in a tomb. Uh, And there's, you know, there's indigenous people with uh, poisonous blow darts. Oh, yeah. At first I thought, for real when I saw this, because, A, because I think everyone had talked so much shit about how ridiculous it was, but also because of how ridiculous Indiana Jones movies had been. I for for a second I was like, are these zombies? I didn't think like 
That's like, so just funny. Native people at night guarding a cemetery. I was like, oh no, the zombies. It's but funny. But they're doing darts. They've got killer darts. Yeah, yeah, like they yeah. Always doing this. Franchise. And then Indiana blows one of the darts back back into a dude's face. Yeah, blah, he's blah, blah. about to kill Mutt, and he stands up right in front of it and blows it into his throat. It was fucking crazy. And then Mutt was like, "Oh, it's, it's pretty good, Doc. Uh, pretty good profound teacher." Uh, anywho, they they they're scorpions. There's mummified remains and there's like weird like secret entrances you know where you have to like get on one side and it leans down and it's fucking yeah and then he's like looking around and there's these these mummified remains and he opens up one of the mummified remains and basically behind the mummified remains he finds this magnetic crystal skull yeah. Oh, what's cool though is right before that, when they they open up a different mummy, they un they pull back the mummy stuff, and you see a perfectly like preserved uh, face, preserved face, and then once it hits like seconds into hitting the air, it just fucking disintegrates. disintegrates. Um. But yeah, they find the crystal skull in the other corpse. And what's weird is that Mutt's blade is pulled toward this this skull. Um, which makes sense, but gold is magnetic, and gold was being pulled to it as well. So it's like, what is the deal with the skull? Yeah, it's, it's kind like of like defying laws of the universe. It. Yeah, it's um, really weird. They get out of the tomb and bump a da dum. The Soviets are back. It's Mac. It's it's the Soviet bitch, Kate uh, Blanchett, and then it's the other the other Ruski uh, who he looks like. You know, he looks like Ivan from uh, Rocky. Oh yeah, Dovchenko. Uh, yeah, he. Yeah, it's fucking the ability for all of these villains to always just find Indiana Jones just as he's coming out is truly yeah. impeccable. Impeccable. I mean, how do they do it? It's it is it's destined to happen. We know it's going to happen, and then every time so it does happen, it's like we're like, oh man. Can't Indy get a break? Anywho. They get taken to a Soviet camp that apparently just exists in the middle of the jungle because Russians are everywhere. They're here right now, probably. They're listening to our podcast. Mm -hmm. Hello. They're here. I mean, I am Russian, truly, actually. I'm Ukrainian. Can you speak it? Dozvodanya. Dozvodanya. Wait, what does that mean? I know what that means. Um, they said it in the TV show. I mean, in the movie. One I was like, wait, was. why have he's I like, heard that? He's like, does Vidunya, bitch. It means um, like, hello, goodbye. It's like, it's whatever. Does I, it, anyway, it, he's in the tent. Uh, they've got Mac. Back. This camp, by the way, is like in Brazil. Yeah. They're Mac's in the jungle in Brazil. Drunk. Mac's hammered. He's like, bro, come on. This is just like Berlin. He's like, you betrayed me, you piece of shit. Um, and Arena is like the skull can control people's minds. And this is the best weapon of all. We're going to use this to control the mind of everybody in the United States. Yeah. She basically was saying that like it's psychic warfare and exactly what people in the United States are afraid of the Russians for is what we are doing with this skull. Like the thing that you think Russians are going to do, we can fucking do with this skull. Yeah. And so I'm saying that like- is not as what you guys currently think Russians are going to do. But like the when in that time when everyone thought mm-hmm. the Russians were going to like Mind and now I feel like if Russians were to watch this movie now, they'd be like, that's a really good idea. We should they'd be like, we did it on the Facebook. We would control we their did minds we cons- and we their control- election. I mean, they really did. Great yeah. call, Jess. Great call. You didn't need a crystal skull. You just needed an algorithm. 
Yeah, you just needed uh, um, uh, what's his name? Who invented Facebook? What the fuck's that kid's name? Mark, Mark Zuckerberg. Zuckerberg. King so, of the crystal mark. So she's like Arena, the fucking Russian lady. Is like uh, the you got to look into the skull's eyes. So she gets the skull. Well, first of all, they bring out Harold Oxley, finally. The guy's lost his fucking marbles. Yeah, he is like, so Oxley, like, I assume, I think we all assume he was like this put together kind of teacher type that was kind of schooling. Like, Mutt was like, looked up to him as like a mentor. Uh Um, And that's how Indiana Jones knows him. And he's got like ratted hair. He's speaking like incoherently. He's, he's snapped. So they're like, he looked at the skull too much, and now you're going to have to look at it. So they make yeah, Indy like, look at it. Yeah, they're like, you need to get your brain... On his level. On his level, so you know where we need to take the... We need to go, because there's other shit to be gotten. So they have a whole talk, blah, 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 blah. There's this thing about called the Great Snake, and the, the Amazon River, that uh, a dream that Oxley had, and it was... this whole part, by the way, I am like, I do not understand anything that went on. Oh, I missed the part. All of a sudden, uh, uh, they, the Russians whip out no one. They whip out Mutt's mom. Mutt's mom is there. Oh yeah. Like as, cause he's basically like, fuck you. I'm not going to do it. They threaten to kill Mutt and and Mutt's like, don't give them anything. And like, he's basically like, let them kill me. Don't fucking tell them anything. And then out, they're like, well, what about this? Out comes Mutt's mom, who is Marilyn Ravenwood. Ravenwood. The fucking la OG lover. That's right. Raiders of the Lost Ark. Young, impressionable Marion is here looking like a Midwest mom. If I've ever seen one, she'd be upset by that because she's clearly um, a, a New England mother out of Connecticut. Mm-hmm. Yeah, she's Dar- I guess Darian maybe not. Connecticut. I guess she didn't Darian. live there. But it's this whole, like, Marion? And of course, you know. They banter. They have sexy shit talk, which I don't believe for a minute that Indiana Jones was interested in a woman nearly his age. Uh, So so not even for a second. Not even a second. No one's believing it. And then Mutt punches somebody out. They all escape. So it's Professor Oxley, Indiana Jones, Mutt. And Marion. Yeah, they basically and have they, to like coerce like the professor. They have to like kind of like come They're on. like, come on. And they have the it's, skull and they're like, come with us. Here's the skull. And he's like, oh, It's baby. like having like a, 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 it's like if I took a f- trip to the jungle with my aunt with dementia. Like you just mm-hmm. have someone who you sort of have to like. Dementia. It's on. like, it's like Smeagol with the ring. It's like, delicious, mm, yeah. delicious. So follows it. Thank so he God. follows the skull and then they get themselves into a whole ball of poo poo. Because they fall into quicksand. So yeah. Indiana and Marion. it's a dry sand pit, which Indiana Jones brings up. And he starts explaining the difference as they're sinking. And Marion's like, yeah. will you just shut the fuck up? He's like, he's like, you know what? It's not bad. He's like, as long as there's no hole or something. And then like all of a sudden a whole bubble of something bursts. And, like, and they go they lower sinking even more. They like drop. It's him and Marion who are in the quicksand and then mutt is on the outside and so is mutt's like i'm gonna go oh they're like they're like uh oxley go get help oxley goes to get help and mutt Mutt, to try to find a stick so he finds this thing a stick throws it to his mom pulls his mom out then throws it to indiana jones guess what it's a snake indiana jones is like (laughs) he's like and then indiana goes just say it's a stick grab onto the oh he's like grab onto the rope yeah, he's like, do you get a rope? And said, he's like literally about to die. And then they just, he's like, just say it's a rope. Like he's so afraid of snakes that he can't. And then he says it's a rope that, and he's like, okay. 
Before that, while they're sinking and Mutt's gone looking for what ends up being the snake, they're literally like about to sink. She's like, Marion's hands are barely above the sand and so are his. And she's like, by the way, that's your son. And it's like, wait, what? Yep. Nope. That's oh, yeah. Uh, so holy fuck. Mutt doesn't know at this point, but he's just oh, been, he's just there was pulled a moment. his dad out. I think there was a moment when they were fighting in the sand when she's like, oh, there hasn't been anyone else, Indy. He's like, yeah, there was. And she's like, oh, yeah. And what was the problem? He's like, they weren't you, honey. Oh, yeah. They do say that at some point, And it's just like. Uh, and I was just like, oh, my fucking clitoral hood took a bow. Oh, uh, that was a hot moment, honey. Uh, I love, love, I love a good old fashioned honey. Yeah. And in their like conversation and banter and like they're arguing back and forth, we find out that they were nearly married. Like they have a thing where it's like he called off an engagement. So like what we didn't see everything that went on. It does make me wonder if it's like, well, that must've happened after the temple of doom. Yeah. And also after what is that other one? Wait, uh, but, one? um, uh, um, last crusade. Yeah. I was like fucking my brain. There's three um, movies and we can't remember any of them. Um, cause he had lovers. We all saw that. There were many lovers. There were a lot of Marys. So I could, I could keep going, but we're just going to have to keep going on the next episode because this is so fucking fun. That's right, you guys. We are fucking coming to a close. Indiana Jones has just found out he's the father of Mutt. They're barely getting out of a quicksand pit. What the fuck is going to happen? Where are these crystal skulls? Where is this crystal skull taking them? And also he and Marion still very much have a hot nut for each other. And is her pussy as dry as the sand pit? Tune in we'll find at out. the end of this week to find out. Go to patreon.com slash two filthy nerds. Filthy20 on squattypotty.com to save 20% on your shitter accessories. We love you guys. Goodbye. Bye. This has been a Two Filthy Nerds production. <laughs>